amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. You are listening to Amplified Impact, episode number 54. And oh my goodness, beautiful. I'm so excited that you're here and that you're listening. This episode, I'm going to share the engagement proposal that just happened a few days ago and I'm riding on literally a pink cloud of love, joy, and bliss. But before we dive in, I just want to remind you that if we're not already hanging out on Instagram, go follow me at Amber Hagberg and be sure to say hello. I love to keep this an open-ended conversation and really allow the relationship that we have to deepen by interacting and engaging with one another. If something lands for you, be sure to screenshot this podcast and tag me. It's one way that allows our platform and our mission, Amplify Your Impact, to grow. And if something super duper lands, just like, oof, that's what I needed. I know someone else needs to hear this. Head over to Apple iTunes and rate and review the podcast. This allows us to get higher ranking on recommended podcasts to listen to. And it would mean the absolute world to me if something really connects to you and you want to help us to reach just one more person through your review or your share We don't take it lightly over here. Like I literally love conversations and I get so excited when I'm able to meet someone new or help someone with just one sentence. It literally is like, that's why I do this. And the reason that I I really want to share with you the story of my engagement proposal is because that's exactly what happened. I got so many private DMs like, Amber, the message that you just shared is everything I needed to hear. It's it's what I'm going through right now. And so when people share about getting married or having a baby or buying a house, not always do we get to see what it took for them to get there. And what I mean by this is five years ago in... At the end of 2016, I decided to leave a relationship that was good. It was okay. We were in love. But, and the reason that I left the relationship was because of the but. And, you know, it's crazy to think, like, five years with someone building a life and then you just decide to change and go a different direction and and I don't know if it's the movies or if it's my heart you know but I'm a romantic I want I want the romance and so I left and leaving him was literally the hardest thing I think I've ever had to do in my life other than go through the loss of my father and the reason being is like 
I worked five years to be with him. Like, forever. I wanted it to be forever. And it came to me choosing the okay with him life or choosing myself and taking a risk that the love I desired was out there. And you know when you go to take a big risk and there's no evidence, you start to wonder like and make up ideas like maybe it's okay. Maybe maybe there isn't bad, but maybe I'm being too picky. You start to like talk yourself out of what it is you desire to make what you're going through the situation be okay. And so trusting my desire and leaving him, like I literally ripped my heart out of my chest when I left. I would be driving down the road bawling my eyes out. And I remember friends would call me and say like, hey, Amber, are, are you okay? I just seen you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. They're like, no, like I just seen you crying. I'm like, oh, <laughs> how embarrassing, right? And it was, I really had to go through this time of deep pain and surrender. And something that I did during this time was I practiced gratitude every single morning. Even though I was in so much pain, I always was like, I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful for my car. I'm grateful for the ability to be able to teach yoga. And I would really like magnify the little small things that I had to be grateful for. And it was such a painful experience and so uncertain, and I left, and I left with confidence and pain. I left with following my desire, and is this gonna be okay? And there was so much duality in in my decision. <laughs> and well, you know, to fast forward to where I am today, this is the man that I have always dreamed of. The one that wakes up and kisses me and kisses my son. The one that comes home and asks me how my day was and what do I need? The one who, the first time I ever went over to his house, like he wouldn't let me there for weeks on end because it wasn't clean enough and he hadn't ever had time to clean because he was so busy that like when I went there, the house was like spectacularly clean and he invited me over for dinner and a couple of his friends passed through and it was so funny because one of them said like, I've known Harrison for 11 years and I've never seen him cook. And I was like, well, it felt so special, you know? But what I realized in this, in this moment, this one conversation, the first dinner, you know, that we had is he cut every single vegetable so perfectly. Mind you, he doesn't eat vegetables. He was doing this for his white girl girlfriend. And the way that he presented it was in such precision the plate was presented which with such like care and I was so blown away by his ability to show up and think about the small details because if you know me I'm I'm too fast you know like I cut him up it's messy you know if I go into the kitchen now he's like Amber can you like please not make a disaster in the kitchen I just cleaned and you know I'm the one that's like let's be the tornado and then I'll come up and clean it and he's like so particular and so I tell you this story because we were talking about getting married back in May before we had even conceived Amani. We're like, okay, let's get married. And then 
I started thinking to myself, okay, if you only get married once, like you want him to ask you, right? And I was like, well, is that the movies or is that a desire? And I was like, no, that's a desire. And I'll even tell you in a little while. I started to get impatient. Like, maybe I should just ask him because, like, I want to get married now. (laughs) I wanted to marry him. I knew I was certain he was the one. And so here he was like, okay, we'll get married before December. And then December came and I'm like, Harrison, I want to get married. And... He's like, okay, before Amani's born, right? Because then in June of last year, we conceived Amani and, you know, that the proposal got put on the back burner, I'm sure, for for my partner because we were thinking about our child. So December came, okay, before Amani. Amani came, I'm like, hey, what's going on? You know, here we are um, a year later and he still hadn't asked me. And there's something that I learned from this and that was, ask for what you want because normally I'd be like oh whatever I'm just gonna ask him I'm just gonna settle and I'll get married now but I was so sure that I wanted him to ask me but when I was thinking I want him to ask me it was like let's go for a walk on the beach and just ask me let's go out to a nice dinner and ask me like come home and ask me. (laughs) It was just like, it didn't have to be extravagant. Of course, like he knows me so well that like, that is what I wanted, you know, something really special, of course. But he, he overdid it um, in the best way possible. And I realized something about him and it's that he is so intentional that the way he came to propose, he had thought about it before we even came on our vacation. So right now we're in Pavones. Pavones is the longest left, second longest left in the world. It's three hours from our house and it's where we really fell in love last year. Um, We kept coming down to Pavones to get waves. It's, you know, such a long wave and he was teaching me to surf and it was the thing we loved to do together. And so in June of last year, June 6, we conceived Imani accidentally. I know exactly the night that it happened. And uh, in October last year, we bought a piece of land. So this piece of land that we bought had been a dream of mine for seven years. I waited seven years for this dream to finally come into fruition. I I held the dream, even though like, I didn't know if I was going to be in Costa Rica forever. Like I thought I would be in Costa Rica forever, but before COVID hit, um, I got stuck in India during COVID. And while I was in India, I was like, I'm going to move to Bali. I bought a visa and I couldn't get from India to Bali because of the way in which the airports were open. So I said, okay, I'm going to fly from India to Costa Rica, sell my car, get rid of my things, and then I'll go to Bali. And it was at that time that I talked to an astrologer who told me, okay, um, you're not going to Bali. You're actually going to meet someone and you're going to settle down in Costa Rica. And I was like, no, no, no. I already bought my visa. I'm like set on this idea. And I was so set on this idea until I met him. And she was so right. And before I came on this trip to Pavones, 
I told two of my best friends, I'm get, he's going to propose this month. I know it's happening this month. I heard it from my astrologer because she was giving, you know, like the updates for July. And she's like, you're going to get proposed to or married. And I felt it. I like felt it coming because the last time she was so right about my future, gosh, maybe I should call her more often. And so I didn't know how planned he was going to have this, but he had been thinking about this, you guys, I think for a long time because he had me at my house Well, I guess at our hotel. And he's like, just give me a few hours. I need to prepare something. I want to surprise you. And I was like, okay, he's going to propose. He's going to bring someone back here. Or tomorrow when we get out, when I get out of the water, he's going to have it all set up. Like in my mind, I was thinking about all the ways that he could propose to me. So he left me at the house. I thought for a couple hours. There I was. Um waiting for three and a half hours, (laughs) three and a half hours thinking like, maybe he's preparing it for tomorrow. Maybe he's going to come back here with his friend. Maybe, you know, my mind was just going in. By the time he came home, my heart was beating out of my chest. I was so anxious and nervous and just like, what's happening? Like, what could he be doing for three and a half hours? And so he comes in. And he's nervous. I can just tell. He's like, okay, get your dress on. I'm like, okay. He's taking a shower. He's like, I'm going to get showered first, but like put on a dress, get a dress on. Okay. Okay. I'm going to get a dress on and, and get something on Amani, something, something yellow or something orange. (laughs) He loves to wear these colors because it enhances his, um, tan skin, (laughs) his Moreno, uh, which means tan in Spanish. And he loves to to bring that out. He's he's a proud dad of his Latino baby. So am I. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, no worries. I'm I'm gonna get him dressed. I'm ready. He comes out. You're not in a dress. I was like, we're on a surf trip. I, I didn't bring a dress. I got a skirt. So I put on my my beach hat and my skirt, and we get in the car and we're driving. And he's like, do you have minutes on your phone? In Costa Rica, we don't actually have like phone plans. You just recharge your minutes. And I was like, yeah, I do. Here you go. And he starts calling his friend. I'm not joking you like eight, 10 times in a row. And I can just feel his energy like really strong. There's nervousness. I was like, okay, what is he planning? Like my heart is like through the roof. And so we're getting, we're turning the corner and he says to me, you need to close your eyes. I was like, what? Close my eye. Yes, please close your eyes. Okay, I'll close my eyes. So my eyes are closed. He's like, don't peek. I was like, okay, my eyes are closed. So I keep my eyes closed and we, we stop the car and he's like, okay, keep your eyes closed, but get out of the car. I was like, but I can't see. He's like, okay, let me help you. So he walks me to the back of the car and he's like, all right, just wait here for a moment. So I'm at the back of our car. I got my eyes closed and come on like this is like four and a half hours later what's going on (laughs) so then he grabs my hand and he's like don't worry I got Imani and now here we are like walking I feel the sand we're walking 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 and he's like okay now you can open them and oh my god as I opened my eyes it was like I was getting married (laughs) literally like he had an aisle of plants that he had went and harvested and like put along to make this walkway so here we are. I have Amani. 
holding his hand and our dog Canelo chasing after us and we're walking down the aisle. There's locals here, little girls. Someone's got a camera, someone's got a phone, there's a drone. And then when we arrive to the like the uh, the end of the aisle that he had prepared, like there's all these flowers. He picked flowers as petals and made an entire heart that surrounded like the altar at the top. He had our three surfboards, mine, Amani's, and his, with a bunch of palm leaves surrounding. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, is this happening right now? And so he looks me in the eyes and he says, the intention of today is, is for me to tell you how grateful I am for you, for our son and our family. And will you be my wife? And I'm just like, oh my goodness, my heart. I He dropped down to one knee. <laughs> I put my own ring on my finger because, well, he had Imani in one hand. And yeah, I put the ring on and I said, yes, of course. And we kissed and we hugged and we took photos. And it was the most magical moment here on the beach in Pavonas, where we had conceived Imani, where we're going to build like a healing yoga retreat center in the future, a place for surf lessons and retreat center style coaching, like epic transformation here at the edge, the end of Costa Rica. But it was the most romantic dream come true. And I learned you wait. You wait for what you know you want. You can't control when you get pregnant, but you can try. You can't control when a guy asks you to marry you, but you can ask. You can't control how many clients you reach, but you can show up and serve. I learned so much from this experience that I know I can trust in what I desire. If there's anything that you take away from this, if you were in a relationship that's perfect but, if you have something that you want and your person can't give it to you, have faith in your own desire that it's out there. Trust that when you are a vibrational match for that person, he will arrive. If you're in a place where you want something and it's not here yet, trust in your own unique timeline. I know that for me, I'm Aries and I want everything now. The most important thing that we can do is energetically align to the moment that is already here now as enough. Enough money, enough clients, enough love. Show up and serve your own desires. Doing what it is that you can do for you. You can show up every single day and love yourself. You can show up every single day in your business. If there's three things that you do every single day in your business, it's 
collaborate and show up and serve your clients. Collaboration to create visibility, to be seen in other people's audiences, to serve and give value to other people. Show up and share from your heart. Give valuable content and serve. Do it from a place that you desire to give and you're not asking to receive anything at all. There is a unique timeline that we all have. And trust me, I know what it's like to want things right now. And I've learned in this situation with my son, I went through a miscarriage. If you haven't been listening to me already for a few years, then you might not have heard the story, but I had to have a miscarriage. I had to go through the heartbreak. And even if you've been listening to my podcast recently, I had to find a way of doing business that I absolutely hated to discover the one that I love. If you desire something, trust in it and go for it without evidence. From a place that right now is already enough. But I choose to believe that it can get even better and I'm going to take action. I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to serve every day. I'm going to trust that my desires are meant for me by constantly choosing to reroute or leave if I need to. And every single time that you choose yourself, that you put yourself first, whether it's in a relationship with someone romantically, your family member, or in relationship with your business. You show the universe that you have high standards and that you believe in yourself. The more that you take leaps of faith into that whisper, the more evidence there is that you can have, do, and be anything that your heart desires but it takes a leap of faith the first second or third time especially if it's in relationship and you think it's the one especially in business when you thought you had it all figured out if there's anything that I've learned is that your relationship your family relationships and your business all mirror back to you parts and pieces of you. Raise your standards in your life, in love, and in clients, and in business. This is all part of the evolution as an entrepreneur who is committed to grow. What I love so much about this proposal story and leaving a relationship, going through the miscarriage is that I got to see that I didn't get what I wanted when I wanted it. I got it when I was a vibrational match for what I wanted. And I know now that this is exactly what will happen in my business. I'll commit to show up. 
I won't lower my prices. I won't give my clients what they ask for. I will show up as myself and serve from a place of truth. And I know that I will then become a magnetic match for my ideal clients. So often in different types of marketing, it's like sell what they, de- they, they want and give them what they need. And I am so done with that type of marketing. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be myself. And I know that in me being me, sharing what I've learned, what I have to offer is going to bring me to the energetic match of my clients. That's what my relationship has taught me. And that's what I love so much about this journey because I came from the yogi. The yogi that was committed to grow and now is an entrepreneur committed to grow, a business coach committed to having massive impact. I will hold the same standard that I hold for loving myself in relationship and in business. And I hope that you would do the exact same. When you listen to this podcast episode, I want to let you know that if you're not already in my Facebook group, www.facebook.com slash groups slash Amplify Your Impact, come hang out for my free three-day women's business mastermind. I'm going to share with you how to energetically create magnetic offers, how to stand out online like an expert. And how you can start to launch like it's your freaking birthday. This is for the woman who really wants to learn how to show up online, be herself, and grow her business. Joining a mastermind years ago, three years ago, July 2019, has changed my life because I've constantly joined different masterminds. Soon I'm going to share with you why masterminds are so powerful but invitation come hang out with us we if when you're listening to this if it's tuesday july 19th you'll be able to join us live if you're catching this a few days later a week later you may be able to watch the replay come hang out in the facebook group www.facebook.com slash group slash amplify your impact and i want to let you know the doors are open to my new signature program the eight week business mentorship, amplified impact. I am so excited about this program. Like every time that I go live about it on my Instagram, I almost cry because when I started teaching yoga, I was like, I want to give back to yoga, what yoga has given to me. I need to get yoga into as many women, men, students, hands as possible. And so I started teaching yoga as much as I can because it changed my life. And now here I am years later seeing the impact that my business has had on hundreds of women. And I was like, how can I reach more people and make bigger waves in the world? And I was like, oh, I can teach other people how to do what I've done. Create a stand out and thriving yoga business. To create a stand out and thriving business from your passions turn your gifts into assets decide which passion or which several passions you want to create an offer with i'll help you build out a product suite i'll share with you how to build a brand as a multi-passionate entrepreneur 
I'm going to give you the tips and tricks that I use to tell stories that sell without even selling authentic marketing so that the way that you show up, the way that you make people feel is a vibe. And we're going to focus really high on customer experience and how you can show up online to impact more students, clients in your life and make more money while doing it. Amplified impact is for multi-passionate women who desire to create a month and beyond. This is for the woman who desires to show up consistently and strategically online to create more visibility, to show up and serve her clients in a brand so that you're more than just a business, but you and your story and your life is your message. And as you show up online, You feel that you are living in your highest purpose and that not anything could stop you from trying again. This is an eight-week mentorship to give you the roots and the foundation to start an online business. I'm going to share with you the energetics. This is through mindset and staying aligned to what your goals and your vision are for your business and brand. And I'm also going to give you strategic strategies for how to show up online, how to find clients, how to be of service. For me, impact has always been my why. I'm going to help you to discover what your mission is and what your why is so that you continue to stay committed to your long-term vision to create a successful business online. I am so excited to be opening the doors to Amplified Impact. We already have three amazing women And by the time you hear this, I'm sure there's going to be more. I know one day we're going to be celebrating thousands of people in this program. And I would love for you to be in the first round. The first round right now, it's only going to be at $1,444 or split payment, two payments of $795. Price will increase once the doors open, give or take $500. But for anyone that joins in the first round, I want you to be the founder of this program that literally is going to make waves of impact in the world. If this resonates with you, reach out. Find me on Instagram to ask any more questions if something didn't, didn't like come out clearly to you. You can also go to amberhagberg.com slash amplified impact. This is for the female entrepreneur who wants to really stand out and create a thriving business from her passions, to turn your gifts, your passions into your assets, knowing that being a multi-passionate person, woman, female entrepreneur is what makes you so unique and so different. Hi, have we met? My name is Amber Hagberg. I'm a life coach, yoga teacher, retreat facilitator, mom, surfer, podcast host, and I have a standout and thriving business, and I would love to hold your hand and walk with you through to set the roots and foundation of your own business. Wherever you're at in the world, I'm sending you the biggest hug and I cannot wait to chat with you.
on the next episode. Have a beautiful day.